afternoon. This is Tabisha Dominique, and you are now tuned in to the food that never spoils. This is your daily scripture reading. Yes, every day the Lord bless me with the gift of breath. I'll be on your airwaves with your daily scripture appetizer. Just the appetizer. As you know, the appetizer is served prior to what? The main course. And so while you're getting your appetizer from me, I'm praying for you and hopes that you will go and feast for yourself on the word of God. Where until did we get the food that never spoils? If this is your first time tuned in, we serve a little bit of milk, which is a breakdown of the word from the Word and Life Bible, and a little bit of meat, which you get it from your Holy Bible, the King James Version. Now, we want to make sure that everybody got a full understanding of the Lord's Word, so don't judge me. I'm just doing my job, you understand? Which is to let you know the importance of spending time in your Heavenly Father's Word so that you can gain a closer relationship through His Word and understand when He speaks. And which helping you helps me. Because we all have to stay encouraged every single day, every single day. And when I was going through... Prior to being able to take time out with the Heavenly Father's Word myself, there were so many um, Bible readings and sermons available to me. And so I would like to be a beacon of light to those that um, understand that this is nothing pre-recorded every day that I wake up and roll over. It's like, thank you, Jesus. I'm going to get up. And pray on the message for today and give you the word. Also, yes, I gotta give a plug to what? (laughs) Going hard for Jesus. That's the other podcast in which Jesus went hard for me. And so I'm going hard for him. Which I speak about mostly deliverance from lying, being fake. Drugs and alcohol or whatever the Holy Spirit put on me to speak about to glorify his name and let you know the importance of having him in your life. So you can also tune in to Going Hard for Jesus. And if you have yet to join a prayer group, we have Jesus on the main line, which is on Facebook. And look for Tabisha Dom Unique. And uh, my picture, because it's a picture of a switchboard. I believe there is a second. It's not I believe. I know that there is another Jesus on the main line on Facebook. So you want to make sure you're on the right one. And um, anyone, you don't have to be on mine, that supports you. And believers coming together in agreement with the Lord's word and a prayer that you may have is is perfect. It don't have to be nothing I have going on. Just long as you doing 
what makes you feel good and encourages you to stay in our Father's Word. So today's topic, as I said, is marriage. Prior to getting to that, let's get some background on the food that never spoils. The meat, King James, John chapter 6, verse 27. Labor not for the meat which perished, but for that meat which endureth unto everlasting life which the Son of Man shall give unto you, for him have God the Father sealed. That sound, that's the sound that you hear to let you know that the Lord's word has come to a close. That's the end of scripture. So that if there's any additional conversation that you understand that once you hear that, that ding, Chime, whatever you want to call it, that's the end of scripture. Now, the breakdown of the same scripture, that's John chapter 6, verse 27, as it reads, Don't work for food that spoils. Work for food that gives eternal life. The Son of Man will give you this food Because God the Father has given him the right to do so. There we go. And you heard that sound again. That's to let you know that our Father's word has come to a close. Now, today's reading is dealing with marriage. Also, um, you may want to look into submission, sex life. Marriage is not what it used to be. I've witnessed a lot of people deciding to join into this new age activity, and it don't always work out like you would think that it should. Now, I'm not presently married. Well, you know what? Probably still am legally on paper. But we're not together and haven't been for quite some time. But I do have to say that before I read this blueprint that the Heavenly Father left for us, it is a wise decision to be mature enough for marriage. Knowing what I know now and just looking back on my actions, I could honestly say that I didn't have a mature attitude about marriage. And I can honestly say that I feel sorry. I guess we just have to keep the men and women in prayer who allow the television or the internet to dictate their movement and to believe that that could be you. Okay? 
those people get paid to act. They get paid. If you see them on TV, they're getting paid to give you a show. So you don't have to look at this show every week. And every week you look at this show, you look at your mate like, that could be us. But you tripping. You see that on the internet. You see them all over. That could, that, that could be us. But you be tripping. No, it can't. Okay? It couldn't be you unless you put a check and you memorize those lines. That can't be you. Stop. So we're going to read these passages, these scriptures, on what our Heavenly Father says. And I never care about what anybody has to say in, um, in response to me reading our Heavenly Father's word. Because it's not anything for me to talk about. I'm just the messenger. And what I mean is talk about everybody will always have justification for the reason why they do the things that they do when it's something that they shouldn't be doing or especially that the word of God say that he doesn't want us to indulge in. So... Let's not even leave time to listen to the many excuses being that everybody want to feel special and God has you as being special, but everybody wants a special situation that to justify the ignorance and, and it's not working anymore. Okay. Stop it. Let's get into it. Marriage originated as a part of God's design for mankind, for um, humankind. Let's lean back over here. Genesis chapter 2, verses 18, 22, and 25. As it reads, the Lord God said, it is not good for the man to be alone. I will make a helper suitable for him. Then the Lord God made a woman from the rib he had taken out of the man and he brought her to the man. The man said, this is now bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman, for she was taken out of man. For this reason, a man will leave his father and mother and be united to his wife. And they will become one flesh. The man and his wife were both naked and they felt no shame. As I said before, that sound in the scripture. 
Marriage is an honorable union. Supporting scripture for that statement, Hebrews chapter 13, verse 4. Marriage should be honored by all and the marriage bed kept pure. For God will judge the adulterer and all the sexual and moral. You know, I personally was blessed. I think we both were a bit immature as far as the marriage, but we didn't have any bad problems. But neither one of us wanted to be in the bed because we was too busy fighting over stupid stuff. Crazy. But the maturity is needed. The respect is needed. And it's a lot of these women that don't have no respect for these men and vice versa because the activities that they indulge in and they won't even have the guts or not even guts, have the love. You got to love somebody to honestly tell them the truth. And it's funny how people will be like, oh, I didn't want to hurt your feelings. But then they'll go and sleep with your best friend. Oh, I didn't want to hurt your feelings. But then they'll go and tell everybody your business so folks laughing at you when you walk by. But they didn't have a heart to tell you. So you kind of got to check the spirit. And don't listen to people. You know what I'm saying. Pray and look at the movement. Check the actions. Because right about now, it is some creepy stuff going on around here. And we definitely got to stay in prayer and let God be first. Because it's definitely a lot of animation in the world. A lot of animation. The mouth is moving, but the actions, they don't accommodate. And, you know, being old school, remember... In school where we had to put those pictures together, like one, two, three, four, five. This is first place. This is second place. This is third place. Like those pictures are not fitting together with the mouthpiece. We got to bring back these highlights, y'all, for this new era. They, You know, when they stop looking at the highlight magazines, we got to bring the highlights back. Because everybody think it's okay to have summer gear on during the winter time. Remember in the highlight magazines where they had the duck with the shorts on and it was snowing and they asked you which picture didn't belong here? A lot of people stopped, like people stopped paying for those magazines. The internet took that away from us because it's a lot of things that don't belong here. 
and Sesame Street. Like, it's a lot of these, some of these things just don't belong here. It's a lot of that. And it's a lot of things that don't belong in these marriages. You know, okay, you want to go in biblical times. I hear brothers, they want to go with the sister wives and two and three women. Also, each one of those women had equal belongings. They had equal love. You know, God had rules and regulations to everything. And it wasn't something that anybody was displaying. They had love. It's not a whole bunch of love. It's just a whole bunch of images. Status. We just need a status report. If you look at a lot of the pictures, like I'm not fronting. I see I see beautiful couples with the kids. The kids either on the sideline or the couples walking and they more into the camera than each other. They ain't holding hands. They ain't hugging each other. They just walking. Like, look at my suit. No, look at my suit. No, I'm fly. No, I'm fly. No, I'm fly. <laughs> so, going back to believers should only marry other believers. Okay? Being equally yoked. Second Corinthians verse 14 chapter 6 Do not be yoked together with unbelievers. For what do righteousness and wickedness have in common? Or what fellowship can light have with darkness? Light and darkness. You know, somebody going to be outshined. <laughs> you like that, huh? All right. Marriage is a permanent convent for life. A lot of people don't feel that way. But what does God say? Mark chapter 10, verse 7 through 9. For this reason, a man will leave his father and mother and be united to his wife. And the two will become one flesh. So they are no longer two, but one. Therefore, what God has joined together, let no man, let man not separate. Matthews chapter 19, verse 6. So they are no longer two, but one. Therefore, what God has joined together, let man not separate. Medicaid chapter 2, verse 14. 
you ask why. It is because the Lord is acting as the witness between you and the wife of your youth because you have both broken, you have broken faith with her, though she is your partner, the wife of your marriage covenant. It says marriage operates best when God's blueprint is followed. If you are a interested in the marriage blueprint that God has for us, then during the time that you, after this appetizer, this daily appetizer of scripture, during the time that you go and feast for yourself on the word of God, you can check that out in 1 Corinthians chapter 7 for God's blueprint. 1 Corinthians chapter 7. Husband loving leader. Proverbs chapter 18 verse 22. He who finds a wife finds what is good and receives favor from the Lord. 1 Corinthians chapter 7 verse 2. But since there is so much immortality, each man should have his own wife and each woman her own husband. That's your own stuff. Colossians chapter 3 verse 19. Husbands, love your wives and do not be harsh with them. Ephesians chapter 5 verses, where are we at here? 25 through 33. All right, y'all, follow me. As it reads, Husbands, love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her to make her holy, cleaning her by the washing with water through the word, and to present her to himself as a radiant church without stain or wrinkle or any other blemish, but holy and blameless. In this same way, Husbands ought to love their wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. After all, no one ever hated his own body, but he feeds and cares for it, just as Christ does the church. For we are members of his body. 
For this reason, a man will leave his father and mother and be united to his wife. And the two will become one flesh. This is a profound mystery. But I'm talking about Christ and the church. However, each one of you also must love his wife as he loves himself, and the wife must respect her husband. Respect, love, being equally yoked, it's still out there. I still see a lot of loving couples that understand that love don't cost like that. The riches that you're looking for that God really gave us, they don't come in the form of a diamond. You know, a lot of people laugh about it, but that diamond, that diamond gonna call and check on you. That diamond can't keep you warm. That diamond don't say, have a nice day. Let's do lunch. How you doing? You looking good. The money don't do that. But what the money does is put people in your life to where you could have some runners. You can buy you a couple of slaves. A couple of do-gooders. Tell you what you want to hear. You know, keep them on the payroll. That's what you're into. I guess it's just to each his own. But the scriptures and this appetizer that I'm reading is just a little bit of support from our Heavenly Father on how he intended for things to be to make it more peaceful and enjoyable. If you haven't tried the blueprint, let's give it a shot. Because like I said, I had to admit, I I had the book in front of me. And it was just a book that was open. I was not following it. The only time I actually looked in the Bible when I was married, which is bad, is when I was angry. So I would look for scriptures to support my cause. Like, uh, 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 look, look, look what God said. But any other time, as far as what I was supposed to be doing, I I didn't look for that. So I guess I can tell you enough to let you know that you need to be mature and respectful and keep your business to yourself. Please keep your business to yourself. Wife, respectful, completer. Mm. Let's see. And these are the, the wife is the ending of the scriptures. So let's see what God has to say about us ladies. Proverbs 27 verse 15 through 16. A quarrelsome wife 
is like a constant dripping on a rainy day. Restraining her is like restraining the wind or grasping oil with the hand. Ouch. Mm. Don't nobody want nobody that's crying and whining all the time. Proverbs 21, verses 9 as well as verse 19. Better to live on a corner of the roof than share a house with a quarrelsome wife. Better to live in a desert than with a quarrelsome and ill-tempered wife. Ouch. Mm, another slap in the face for everybody popping off at the mouth. Proverbs 25, verse, no, that's Proverbs 19, verse 13 and 14. A foolish son is his father's ruin, and a quarrelsome wife is like a constant dripping. Houses and wealth are inherited from parents but as a prudent wife is from the Lord. Proverbs 12, verse 4. A wife of noble character is her husband's crown, but a disgraceful wife is like decay in his bones. Mm. Sad to say, while we kiki can, it's a lot of decay online, on the videos, it's a lot of decay. Like before I stopped cussing, now I'm able to bless people instead of cussing them. I used to look at women and I had to repent and feel bad all over again because that used to be me. And it looks so ugly and it's just such a shock to see the most beautiful sisters and they, be, and they had a potty mouth. And I'm like, <gasps> it just takes so much away from her beauty. And uh, I have to talk to a couple of sisters in the family because, you know, I used to be that cussing sailor. And when the older women used to say something to me, I'd be then cuss them out again. Like, you don't even know me like that. You don't even know the situation. Shut up. Like, 10 years later, it took me to see, like, wow, that was ugly. Cussing out folks, smoking a Newport, hanging off my lip. That was so ugly. And then asking a brother, why you tripping? <laughs> that was ugly. And I'm seeing it all the time. So people, let go and let God. Too much going on in the world. Disgraceful. Proverbs 14, verse 1. The wise woman builds her house, but with her own hands, the foolish one tears hers down. 
Ephesians chapter 5, verse 22 through 23. Wives, submit to your husbands. <gasps> As to the Lord, for the husband is the head of the wife, as Christ is the head of the church, his body of which he is the Savior. Nobody don't want to hear that part. But, you know, I really think just my personal thoughts. You know, a lot of people get on the edge when you talk about submission. And, I mean, of course, it can't be two men running a house. But I believe the thing about it is, women are getting with men that they don't have no respect for. For whatever reason. They have no respect for them. So that's why it's a problem for them to submit. They find every reason. I got women that I talk to that's like, oh, I'm only following him if he's following Jesus. What well, did you pray for? Was he following Jesus when you got with him? Because he wasn't not following Jesus when you got with him. But now all of a sudden, he need to do this, this, and that. It's like five years later. I mean, you know, hey, I'm just saying. Don't listen to me. You know, listen to the word. Don't listen to me because um, I'm single. So I'm just reading the scripture. It's an appetizer. Snack on it. Last scripture of the afternoon. Colossians chapter 3. Verse 18. Oh, here it go. Wives, submit to your husbands as is fitting in the Lord. Hey, I told you my, my issue. I was not mature enough for what I had. Twice. Twice. And now that I can look back, I honestly believe one of the biggest mistakes that I could ever say that I made in marriage is talking about your business. I don't care how much he hurts you, what you go through. We got to stop popping off at the mouth and start praying more, people. Because... Once the rain clears up and the sun is shining again, and then somebody else bring up that rainy day, but you on the sunshine, you you know what I'm saying? You on cloud nine. You're not trying to hear that. And then you get mad. You get mad at people because you tell them your business. Okay, maybe that's not you, but that was me. All right? That was me. I was mad because I told my business. Like, what? What you talking about? All up in my business that I gave them. Or I'm over there bragging. Which the Lord tell us, don't be, bo bro don't be boasting. I'm bragging. 
And then they want to shoot me down. Oh, he this and that today? Because remember the other day, like, wait, what? <laughs> oh, today is April 26th, Tuesday. My name is Tabisha Dominique, and you have been tuned in to your daily scripture reading of the food that never spoils. Every day that the Lord give me the gift of breath, I'll be on your airwaves giving you an appetizer, just an appetizer of your daily scriptures and hopes that you will go and feast on the word of God for yourself. If you have yet to make Jesus your Lord and Savior, then I have a prayer that you could say just to start, just to start the process. You know, Jesus is spiritual. He is not magic. That is witchcraft. Get it out of here. Okay? So... It's just to start the process, whether it's positive or negative, whatever you got going on in your life, nothing happened overnight. So you have to study his word. You have to go to him. He can't help you if you're not a willing heart. Repeat this after me. Dear Lord, I know that I am a sinner and I ask for your forgiveness I believe you died for my sins and rose from the dead. I turn from my sins and invite you to come into my heart and life. I want to trust and follow you as my Lord and Savior. If you said that prayer after me, then you have just enter the kingdom and started the process of establishing a relationship with your heavenly father. In which case, if you didn't hear or you just logging in, you can also tune in to um, going hard for Jesus because he went hard for me and I'm going hard for him. Blessings to all that's listening. And I promise y'all, this week, okay, by the end of this month, I won't say this week because I don't want to be this week. <laughs> I am going to make another beat. I thought about it last night. I don't know what I was doing last night. I, I was kind of restless. I was studying. Charles Stanley sent me a new book on discipleship. So I was studying that. Eating chocolate, but I am going to make a new beat. But until I do, then still it's relevant. We're going to roll out with this beat I made called In the Wind, which is in reference to my past activities being behind me. In the Wind. So until we get a new beat, it is what it is. Blessings.